in, in giving a teaching, it's uh, it can be deceptive that the sense of um, you know a clarity that one can arrive at conceptually about the process and the practices and the, what we the simplicity or like or the straightness of what we need to do and actually the experience of practice is often much more um, slow, rambling, indeterminate um, things come up at different times things happen slowly um, so you know one can read the teachings, hear the teachings and that's a kind of a map but you have to walk on the ground. Um, you know, maps generally lie flat <laughs> and open up neatly. <laughs> the ground is often a lot more lumpy and uh, swampy and and so forth. <coughs> so it's uh, important to take to take it all and just contemplate, meditate on it, pick up the bits that seem come alive when they come alive for you and uh, to have a sense of of purpose and yeah there are things to do and there's things to to, to direct towards or um, and yet to not be trying to feel something you don't feel it's always in the immediacy of of what's experienced that the things begin to unfold. Uh, so some things that may be quite dominant or obvious in my experience may be quite subtle or remote in other people's and vice versa, I'm sure. <coughs> but uh, you know, the Buddha's teaching is often quite broad uh, you know, saying there is a you know, feeling and, in, and meaning or felt meaning sanya, these are the things that move the heart that's really what it's bound up with the quality of agreeable or disagreeable and then the felt meanings such as uh, safe or um, successful or friendly or difficult or boring or you know how long does it take these kinds of impressions are things that move the heart and then we, we respond from that you know the sankara is the is the volitional response we get we can get bright excited convinced uh, confused uh, forceful um, dis- despairing you know, see, see all this stuff trawling away, and these feedback loops of cause and effect. One series of effects triggers off a certain sense of responses that give rise to certain effects. This is karma happening in the heart. One feels very uh, having a good day. Suddenly, oh, this is it. Well, right, great. Full steam ahead. It's obvious. Everybody can do this. You know, it's just this. And then on a bad day, you know, this is. It's fog and it's mud, and one can feel very uh, unhappy and uh, useless. So you look at, look at all that, you know, <laughs> how 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 these these big pictures can arise from this 
raw stuff of immediate feeling and perception and suddenly get a sense of, you know, one is a complete failure or it's all straightforward or, you know, the impressions we can have of each other. These kind of three-dimensional experiences, these are the spheres of experience that arise from the perception feeling and get fashioned by um, volition, the sankara element. <coughs> so in meditating on the body, remember the aim is really to to use the body reference, the body energy to steady, to calm, to stabilize, also to brighten, and the upright, the uh, the poised, the balanced, the relaxed, this alertness, you pick up that particular sense, mm. tune into that. When you're walking, the sense of just one step at a time and really being with the fullness of what it takes to get a body to walk. You know, the, the, what happens in your back, in your hips, in your legs, in your pressures of your feet on the ground, how do you know you're walking? It can be just that much, you know. So that rather than you're stomping away, trying to get to some state, uh, you know, of concentration or something, one imagines, or you think, what's the point of doing this? You bring it right into the present. You feel the, um, just the, there's a certain sense of just open inquiry into this is what, how, how I know I've got a body. It feels like this, and it's continually changing, isn't it? different pressures and flows, some pleasant, some unpleasant. Sometimes it's your legs, sometimes it's an in, internal organs, or it might be the temperature of the air on your skin. All these things keep saying body, 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 it's this, it's this, it's this. And, uh, and how, how one, what reactions and responses come out of that? Mm. When we are standing, you know, just really uh, addressing the habits, bodily habits we have in standing, which tends to be to to kind of lean on our hips or something to lean on, or we're kind of perched, waiting to go somewhere. That's that's what we do when we normally stand up. You know, like uh, ready to ready to go, and you're waiting. But actually to really let your feet relax and rest into the ground and as if your body is just like a paperweight just sitting there holding the holding the ground down <laughs> imagine you know as if you've even got a weight tied around your hips just hanging down so that you really sink let yourself be really just the standing and feel there's the the feeling the immediate feeling yeah, which is the pressures and the senses that come through the senses, and um, and then there's the there's the feeling, which is a subtler thing, which is the sense of uh, clear. Um, there's a sense of relaxation, or at least at least the feeling of 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 detachment. Feelings that arise just from the quality of of detachment. Hmm? This is important. 
because it's this is uh, the Buddha says that uh, the happiness, the sukha, pity and sukha, the joy, or the uplift, refreshment, and the ease or comfort, are born of non-attachment, born of detachment, born of viveka. So it's not a particular um, physical feeling or mental feeling or even subtle physical or mental feeling they can certainly help to to allow everyone to uh, feel less compelled by drawn into the quality of feeling but the the um, parent of of happiness is non-attachment in in meditation yeah so even subtle physical feeling, even kind of movements of energies in the body, that's, that's not really it. That's there to enable one to, to uh, focus on feeling and to, to be able to uh, enter a meet feeling without um, grabbing it or retracting from it or continually wavering. You've got a kind of steady feeling place and therefore one's sense of of meeting it can be quite calm and easeful and then because of that you're able to to find the place where you're you're with it and not in it whereas normally feeling just oscillates so much that sometimes you're really one's drawn into it and another time you're trying to pull out of it and then sometimes it's unpleasant so you back off one tightens up to resist it or there's this kind of movement around it so you know the idea of stabilizing feeling is not because the feeling itself is the thing that is, is of primary importance, but the, the stability or the relative stability of it yeah, enables one to, to find a steady place to experience it from, you see what I mean? If the thing's always moving, then your, your, your attention and your moves with it, trying to find a balance with it. If it's steady, then it's like, oh, it's that. So you can kind of find a place where you can you know, where, you, where your attention can sit or rest and it's that quality that is the parent of ease and uplift Viveka, settled back you might say so in certainly just in the the immediate quality of that can arise uh, it, in a subtle sense of, of breathing in and out is the bodily ease but that that's uh, that's not the the main point i mean that that's a contributory factor because the bodily ease allows one's mind to be less um, tense or less uh, ragged in its approach you know one's attention is oh you can just you can be quite soft and listen in, attune to it, always oh, like that. So that's that's really the <coughs> the, the benchmark, if you like, for the kind of um, sense of stability or, or calm one is looking for. Um, you know, if you don't do mindfulness of breathing, just being in your body or witnessing your thoughts or whatever it is, or standing, and just finding so that you. It's steady enough 
for one to be able to find a, a steady place to, to be with it or a way of holding it in a, which is not too hard, not too tight, not too loose. It's that quality of holding, you know, or of not holding, depending how you want to put it, that balance that gives rise to the sense of, oh, you know, you feel, you feel relaxed, you feel fresh, you feel interested, you're not driving to tr- create something or trying to make something happen that isn't happening. Uh, and that, that's the quality of, of Viveka. Um, detachment, non-attachment, settled back. <coughs> so, in the process of my, you know, body meditations, then the, the body energy is a contri- is a contributes. It helps to to steady the mind, yeah, and that steadying then gives rise to the sense of one no longer feels so mind doesn't feel the hindrances, the sluggishness, or the you know, the all the agendas, all the stuff of the mind, which can drown everything else out, yeah, can be abated. <coughs> and you feel feel kind of cool, peaceful. It's um, you know, it's a taste that that we can know, and just to you know, even in a moment we can know it, we can sense that. It's just really keeping the keeping that perspective, attend to that, the quality of the letting go, quality of the, of the, of, which is not a, not a vacation, not vacating the place, but just uh, not holding it tight, but also not forgetting it. That effect, the effect of that, of, of Viveka, the, the kind of quality of coolness or ease that comes with the faker, it then can be felt by the whole system. So you get this feedback loop yeah. between feeling, perception, and volition. So if, if the uh, volition is attuned and moderated to the place where it's not driving forward, it's not trying to find something, it's not running elsewhere, it's not scattered. So for uh, errors that it's sluggish, or it's forceful, or it's constricted, or it's scattered. You know? So those are, the, those are the kind of places where it's off. And the um, Positive signs are it's malleable, pliable, fit uh, for for work. It's kind of got a, a soft, malleable, workable quality to it. This is your volition, your intent. It's it's flexible. Yeah, so so when you're pointing, pointing your mind, it's not a it's not a hard thing. It's a it's a certain sense of precision it delicate 
but clear. Like you're kind of, you know, cleaning a baby's ears or something like that. You've got to get in there and clean his bits of grime out of his ears or nose or whatever. You get the, get the cotton bud in there, but you don't kind of ram it in and <laughs> scour it around <laughs> in order to get it get do a thorough job, really get it clean, you know. <laughs> It's like you know you you kind of cleaning a, cleaning a shirt and you just kind of pound it away. I've done this myself with with kinds of things. You know, the the material actually doesn't survive the cleansing process. <laughs> Lovely, kind of clean clean thing with holes in it. But it was clean. <laughs> so you know you're going to wear the the if you like you just bringing up the sense that. The mind has, has almost like a, a subtle form of texture to it, which is its energy body. You know, the mind mind is energy, chitta, sankara. It's the energy that's, you know, both. It's an intelligent energy. Energy is intelligence. Yeah. We know things through movements of energy. When we're kind of shocked or depressed or uplifted or soothed, there's an energetic effect. That's called that's called that's knowing at the very basic. Um, sense of it, so energy is intelligent, and you've got to uh, treat it as if it is like a kind of a, it's a non-material substance, if you like. So when you you know when you force, uh, you can always feel that the, the 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 effect of just forcing how the mind goes dry or tight or hard, becomes um, ungiving, um, not generous, impatient, and so on. When it's too loose, how it how it loses um, clarity or vibrancy, it becomes loses intelligence. So you kind of moderate volition. So the actual feeling of the mind is it's cool, it's steady, it's cool, it's okay, or you know, warm maybe a better adjective in the English winter time. Um, cool is the when you live in the Tropics is the positive term. <laughs> you know, it's cool or it's warm. <clears throat> so there's a kind of feeling that comes from just the quality of mind, it's of intent itself, and quality of heart itself. You know what it's like. Sometimes when you when you just start begin the meditation, you recollect and just put aside, put aside, put aside, welcome yourself into the practice. That moment when you've kind of dropped you know worldly dumbers and are pushing and this is really Yeah. And then maybe then we start drifting and dreaming. Doesn't quite stay there because the the uh, latent tendencies or the residua in the mind start welling up. It's very much part of the process, isn't it? So then you get these kind of fairies and demons start drifting up. And you, well, what do you do with this stuff? You're trying to see the space in between the the gnashing of the demon's teeth or the fluttering of the fairy's wings. You sit there somewhere. <laughs> 
So then we have to do something to kind of just say, well, just back off, you know, back off, guys, just give me some space here. You know? So then we come to the body, you know, in order to, to come out of the involvement with the um, menagerie of the mind. Sometimes, as you know, it's just that, isn't it, really? That, that is enough, that's, that's it. At this particular, that's what the, your process allows at this particular time, it's just that. And you stay there just, you know, holding and determining and finding your place of, of non-attachment and then supporting that with, a, with coming into the body, breathing in, breathing out, feeling that in the background until the, the space, you know, as that space develops, then these, the, the uh, um, <coughs> all the fairies and demons are not getting the kind of uh, applause or the hisses and boos that they need to keep going. So they sort of go and find somebody else to play with. <laughs> or another come back another time. Yeah. And then, so it, the process is like that, you see. So it, it, you can't just push it all away. But you can find a place where the practice does the work. You know, the quality of detachment itself does the work, you see what I mean? It's not just purely get in there and sort it out. But hold that place. And then that itself generates the kind of uh, space or clarity or ease, you know, that, that does the work. <coughs> so a fundamental duty is, if you like, that way it's a fundamental focus is to arrive at that particular place and we use these physical form, recollections, um, and so forth, to, to help to moor us, to give us a sign to come out of the, of the residual karma, or the vipaka which is uh, manifold, manifest, and uh, multiplies. You're just having sense organs and uh, a mind process that's affected by everything, can remember everything, and retain so many impressions, and you're in this um, time and place, I mean, you know, and you sit there and suddenly an episode from EastEnders comes up in your mind, or um, any, any old stuff suddenly drifts in, because cause you've seen it, or you've heard it, or you've, um, you know, inherited it somehow. And then even very primary stuff that, that hasn't got particular known story to it, it's just strange senses of, of tension or or grimness or lunacy, you know, <laughs> what we call, you know, like just strange, strange weird thoughts or funny, funny feelings moving through the mind. What's that about? And essentially don't, don't actually have to, to know, but to know the, the, the attraction, the fascination, the uh, fear, the worry, the ways that those particular that they can in, draw us in through these means, and really, your aim is the sense of 
non-attachment settling back. body reference helps to deepen and uh, integrate that more completely it's like you're you know, letting that go right into the um, way that we're we're wired if you like the body energy the mental the heart energy and the energy of the mind <coughs> of the thinking mind the way that we the mind grabs and forms a concept And this is uh, important that this uh, quality of of um, working on our wiring occurs, because this is what's the, this is where this, the identity is. This is what makes me me is the familiar patterns of of elation or depression around certain topics that's me that's who I am, yeah you know that's how I know, that's that's my my pattern if you see what I mean of course the dominant one is in the heart but it uh, certainly it's also held in a a subtle bodily sense the bodily sense can be one for example that one is either always feeling like you're slightly on alert but you don't know it because that's the, you're always like that you just notice how slow other people seem to be. <laughs> you know, I'm normal. Uh, I'm one of the monks who everybody feels, you know, has a sense this this person works really fast and sharp. He says I, he always feels himself to be slow. He says, you know, and other people are just f- frustrating, you know, almost deliberately, <laughs> as if they're doing it deliberately because. That's his pattern is like that. It's just always the body system is tuned like that. So that's where your 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 self view goes. I mean, nobody's going around saying I am me, mine, me, mine. I am me, mine, <laughs> as some idea, and and you can't dispel self view by saying not me, not mine, not self either. It's not a not a some deliberate process. It's an instinctive sense of belonging to a particular package uh, that we so take for granted that you're not doing it anymore it's happening automatically well it's really good to to um, go into strangenesses and uh, um, affect 
one's, one's uh, energy. You know why, for example, just being in silence is quite powerful. Because so, so much of what we are is generated through the emotional uh, feedback you know, we, we have with other people. Not, not bad, certainly not bad. Supportive, can be very supportive, and so forth. Not, I'm, not really, I'm really not dismissing this. But um, just, um, you know, and sometimes it actually, when you do say something, you can sense, oh, there I am. You know, you can almost feel yourself arise through through being with somebody else. You're, you're in your pattern again. Oh, that's it. You know, or the way one reacts to other people's stuff. You perhaps see it more clearly when you've been in silence for a while, and somebody says something, and you suddenly, you know, you were quite spacious and perhaps slightly didn't feel very grounded, and then suddenly something happened, and boom, you know, you can back you're back in there, and. Uh, it can be pleasant or it can be unpleasant, but it's there, it's my thumbprint. So it's really good to just, uh, you know, use these practices of, uh, for what they're for, is to be a bit vague and not quite who one senses oneself, it can be uncomfortable. Uh, but that's, that's the aim of it. And just to take it to that place where it's, it's uh, you know, you're not going potty, um, you know, you're not in some real disaster where you really need to be with somebody, but using it to just oh, get a, get a sense of the patterning. And if we can come to these kind of places where we're a little bit wobbly, a bit edgy, uh, feel a bit squeezed, you know, and then just this is the places where you're coming almost you're, almost like you're coming out of the tram lines of your habit, and so it's it, it's pretty wobbly. Yeah. You know, when you're in your groove, then things are moving along. Uh, when you're coming out of them, things are go wobbly, one can feel kind of frightened or nervous or grim or confused. And just trying to hold that, those places, and as not something going wrong. Not something going, big message, you know, this is not something going wrong. <laughs> This isn't, you know, just tighten up, you know, get hard on it. This means, no, no, this is the place where changes can occur. If we can hold that and just feel the, you know, breathe in and out through the fear or the wishing to know or the, the cramping or the reaching out, the desperation, just or walking through it and calming and steadying yourself in that going into the body, into that. And this is the way you, you come out of the, the um, habit patterns of old karma. It's not a comfortable process, hmm. as far as I know. But when you come out of it, you feel a little larger, or more spacious, or more free, the, the quality of non-attachment has expanded and it affects, you know, might say again, it affects the very fabric of the mind. Yeah. It becomes uh, more open, more agile, clearer.
So this is how you, you know, when the self-view shifts through, you know, going through this process of letting the energies change around through you know, remove or quietening or steadying or simplifying sense contact, simplifying, steadying volition, you, you actually um, change the kind of material that the heart is, is feeding on and even the way that it feeds. Mm. And that very much affects the, the energy as the energy then is no longer held in such a familiar way, the sense of who we are is allowed to be more fluid, molten. That itself can be quite, um, un, you know, nervy at times or uncertain at times. So then, this is why you have these these other structures, refuges, recollections, body, sangha. You know, this whole thing to just contain that rather than trying to contain it by holding it internally from some sense of self you let it be held by the Dhamma the Dhamma holds those who hold it it's one of our recollections then of course you know when it's time to be somebody but that and you can use those patterns, perhaps come back into patterns, but they're, maybe they're purified, um, and it's less fixed thing. And you can you can disband it, or it can be disbanded and allowed to gather again. But anyway, in the process of of um, you know particular meditation theme or object. Mm-hmm. It's then that uh, the the um, signs and the the marks that the Buddha lays down, which is vitaka, uh, sense of pointing attention, um, use so mindfulness, and then using vitaka, that's the it's the ability to 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 draw up or a concept you know, uh-huh, it's that vichara is that which supports sampajanya, vichara the ability to handle, feel out um, sensitize to and then from that this is the, uh, the these are the things that come from the support that help us to establish um, viveka non-attachment and then the sense of ease comes from that 